Welcome back, Talking Sports Wearing Shorts. It's been a little while, a couple of weeks, mate. We've had a, we, we, we're, we're slipping off the ball a little bit, but, but you know, we're back. We're back. Yes, mate. It's all good. Back in, it's all back good. in black. In that time, I just want to say, we, in the time of us having a podcast, we've had, we've had the elder statesman have a birthday with, with Elliot, and now we've had another with young Kalen. Yes, mate, he's back. Um, it's a good, it's a good week to be a Kalen. Yes, mate. Uh, it's a great week to be a pie, but it's even better to be a Schroeder. Yes, mate. He's, so uh, the, he's the big fella. One. The big fella number one. How was it? How did everything it was good, go? We, we did a cake smash, and we didn't really do anything for his birthday. We didn't have a party or anything. We just did a little bit of a cake smash. I saw smash. some of the photos, mate. It looked pretty cool. Some of the photos, and we just some uh, grandma come over. It was very quiet for his first birthday because Phoenix just had her knee reconstruction, so we couldn't. And have how's too that many It's it's been tough, mate. My back is absolutely fucking killing me because I for the first few days I had to carry her outside every time she wanted to go to the toilet, and she the, I think dead set the first night I probably carried her outside fifteen times, which is like then you got to carry her because she can't walk, so she won't pee in one spot, so I've got to carry her to another. I probably picked her up legitimately in a six-hour period like 75 times. That's fine. <laughs> and it's awkward when she's a 28-kilo dog. Awkward. And you've and you got to it's really very... be careful of their leg. Oh, God, for, God forbid my dog ever does it. I'll fucking be dead. My uh, Gary Jack is shot to pieces at the moment. Yep. It's well, just... 28... 28 is still hefty deadlift, um, especially with a dead weight. It never helps. Mm. Like Usually when you're lifting stuff up, they help. You yeah, know what I mean? when you Not have to dog. be very gentle because, like, the way Not you place them back down on their thing, and then oh, it's quite sad to see them in that much pain. Really, at the start, like you get well, more um, painkillers, but still, it's yeah, quite it doesn't sad. Help. Well, well, let's just say you've earned your tea and your hobnob. I have, mate. I've, I've I can't believe you're having a hobnob for the first time. World, um, having a hobnob, and I tell you what, I've had one. I'm about to have my second one. Speak to me. Talk to me. I'm very impressed. The English do a cup of tea. I'm having a um, I can't remember the name, the brand of the tea, but it's got it's got that it's I think it's Irish. It's it's strong, extra strong. Brian mm-hmm. drinks it at work. Um, mm-hmm. it's either Irish or English, and it's a beautiful drop with a hobnob. There is no better combo. Oh, no. See, better. I'm having a Tetley, having a Tetley mm. with the assorted biscuits packet because mm-hmm. I haven't got any digestives left at home because I eat them all too quick. This and is what happens when you become a father, by the way. It is. You have a cup of tea is. at night time with a Bicky, you buy yourself a pair of Birkenstocks, and you don't worry about it. Well, I got, I got some nice leather, not leather, but some like, what's the fluff? Not like, um, not like Ugg boots, but like I've got some slippies on that kind of, that, that real like lamb like a nice slipper, fluff. I know what you mean. Real comfy yep, on I got the these slippies on, got a, got a tea, got a Bicky. I'm drinking my tea out of the Talking Sports Wearing Shorts mug. Soon... Soon to be hitting the merchandise, I reckon. I think so too. Um, it's a pretty good I mug. Agree. Well, I'm going to post it on the Instagram page mm. just for reference. See if people want one. And um, if people want one, hit us up because we can definitely make it happen. We'll get more. Uh, but beautiful. So I think it's a good start to segue in mm. to our beautiful episode tonight. I think we've got to briefly touch because I know it's been a couple of weeks, but we have to briefly touch on Queensland's greatest ever win. win. Greatest ever win. Oh, this for um, me, I think it's it's up there. Ninety five. It really does. The only thing with this in ninety five, they were the clear favourites, and we won three nil. This New South Wales team was missing its two best players, but still, 
we still did it. We did it without Munster. We did it without. Yeah, but we're missing probably Lundin. arguably our best player, uh, our best player too. You know, well, I mean? Munster is hands down our best player. But when Munster's out, KP Sean Cherry Evans was brilliant. Ben Hunt was brilliant. You know, I, I look through our whole team, right, and every single player in that game three had a very, very good game. Mate, Gilbert played 79 minutes Brilliant. in his Origin debut. He was sensational. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And he's not on peptides. Tackled his guts out, smashed everybody. And you know, like, think about it, next year we've still got to fit Cotter back in. Yep. But there's so much room for improvement. Months and every and every one of those players now have got an origin win under their belts mm-hmm. so they're going to be more confident they're not going to be so afraid of the arena I just want to shout out Tom Dearden absolutely yep. unbelievable Brilliant. Um, you know if that was a number six in New South Wales that had to come in and, and hadn't played a game and, and had to get up for a decider I, I don't think they do as well I don't know and look Joey Johns and it's been he's copped a lot of stick from myself included mm-hmm. um, but even like a lot of New South Wales fans are saying this that oh no you know it doesn't mean more. It, it, it just it just does. And like the thing I agree. is, there's too much conclusive. It doesn't to conclusive evidence. Jones. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this is the thing, right? I, I saw I shared something today that I think Paul Crawley said. It's that when you look around at New South Wales dressing room, the person hurting the most was Andrew Johns, right? And that's a really bad thing. Well, yeah, the guy's been retired for how long? <laughs> uh, well, 15, 15, longer, 15 years or longer, right? <laughs> exactly. So and what does that say? That jersey meant more to him than anything else. Right? He preferred playing for New South Wales than he did his country, right? But there's no one like that at the moment. in the oh, Jake Trebojevic, I can probably say that for maybe Ivan Cleary. You, you cannot tell me that a bloke who wants to play for Samoa gives a flying fuck about the New South Wales jersey. No, he doesn't, he and you'll doesn't. never That's, convince me otherwise. No, you he will won't. never, ever. Convince but even me you know, otherwise. even just over the years, because you know, the, for example, the reason why I say it's dead, it's it's flat out true. That ninety-five win doesn't mm. happen if it's the other way around. No. So if New South Wales are the underdogs and Queensland had the better side, they don't win. You know why I know that? Because Queensland went eight years fucking straight. No, eleven out. So. Of Exactly. So there's there's the point. Proof. And somehow Although, we were the underdog in a few of those series. I don't know. If I know. But here's, here's the crazy thing, and, and and somebody alluded to this too. A lot of the times Queensland would only win by a point, or they'd win in the decider. Mm-hmm. So oh, they weren't that much better. And it's like you've just proven the point even more. Yeah. So if we weren't that much better, but we won every single decider mm-hmm. and won eight years in a row, that means we have more heart, mm-hmm. and it means more to us because we get over the line more yep. often. Um, we do the one. It's just something point. about New South Wales. They are more. It's more, you know what it is? It's more like city and country. That's the only way I can explain it. They're very, you know, the slick hair Mm -hmm. and, you know, the whole br... Just that city attitude. Queens Queens and and more country. Ashes from Penrith. That's all they are. That's that's basically it. They're just Ashes from Penrith and the Queensland's team's full of blokes who shake hands properly. (laughs) Well, I mean, Ben Hunt, hasn't he revitalised everything? He's, he's, He's put to bed... Any Absolutely. sort of criticism he got from 2015. He was, um, last year in Game 3, he was their best player. He was brilliant all series this year. Yep. This game, he was sensational. Kicked 40-20, scored a try, set one up, didn't miss a tackle. There, he, he, He's completely forgiven. And you'd have to forgive him even now if you're a Broncos fan. Everyone has to forgive him. You have to. Oh, look, at the end of the day, I've said it for a long time. I've been, you know, I'm a Dragons fan, and I watch the football games that we play. And I've said it. You've heard me say it, yes. even from day one, that... That guy has to play out of the dummy half. Yep. He's better out of the dummy half than he is at halfback. Mm-hmm. He's not a bad halfback, but fuck, he's so more influential as a nine than he is a seven. Yeah, um, absolutely. And you saw that in Origin because he can complement Cherry Evans. He doesn't have to have the ball all the time, but he can pop in every now and then yep. with that 40-20. He's great out of dummy half. He's great at tackling. Um, 
I think yeah, I think it's brilliant. I think if the dra- if Dragons were smart, they would go out and get another halfback, but that's not going to happen because mm-hmm. we're fucking retarded. And we're even now talking about getting rid of Anthony Griffin, which is fucking ludicrous. Well, I saw but, today they come out and said that um, he's, he's a lock in though. The no, well, thank God, because that would just be the Dragons are having their insanity. century um, dinner tonight as well. Oh man, well you know it's just going to be all the fucking players from the sixties. Yeah, Reg when they won eleven straight. Yeah. Come on. Oh well, that's not. Sorry, it's last century. <laughs> um, this century. Well, fuck. I mean, it's just all twenty ten. All twenty ten. It'll yeah. be all twenty ten. It could be. Oh no, it might Gaznia, be because like they've been in for a hundred years or something like that. I think it's their team of the hundred years or whatever. No, oh, just yeah. Well, it's take your like pick. That. Give me before we move on. I'll go one left fielder and one down the barrel, right? So give me your... I know Pat Garrigan got man of the series, very well deserved, and I completely agree with that. I'll, t- I'll, tell, you, I'll tell you what, Jesse Hart, just before we go on, Jesse Hart at the start of the game says Carrigan for Wally Lewis medal. If he put money on it, he's a smart man. I don't think he did, but what a pick. It was a good just call. shout out to Jesse to when you listen to this. He's smart. He's Thor. Um, he is. Give me your Queensland player of the series, and then give me your New South Wales player of the series, and then give me your disappointment of the series for New South Wales. <laughs> Fuck, because Queensland yeah. have <laughs> um, Player of the series for New South Wales for me, Cleary. Um, mm. I think he, he didn't put a foot wrong in any game. Um, he, he, can ha- he can hang his head up high. Um, he did all he could to win that, to win that series. Mm-hmm. I thought he played pretty brilliant. For Queensland, look, you could take your pick, really. Um... I thought Munster was unbelievable yep. in game one. Yep. Um, and look, there's some other players there that have, that have done a really good job, like some of the forwards. You know, even Gagai had a good run. Valentine, Valentine Holmes, very underrated series. Mate, I thought he was brilliant. He was unbelievable. Um, he was unbelievable. You could give it to him. Um, but look, I, I think the obvious shout would be Ben Hunt because mm-hmm. he played brilliant and Carrigan and call. things like that. But I'm going to go with Ponga. Yeah. I'm going to go with Ponga just because of this. Um I thought he was he was great in game one. Obviously, game two, all of Queensland was shit. But in game three, particularly when Munster was out, yep. I thought that Ponga stepped up the most out of anybody. And Cherry Evans was great, but I think his step up was more. His his it had a higher ceiling. He took For example, mantle. he the way he was hitting up the ball and breaking the line. I, I mean, look, I'm not a I'm not a Knights fan. I don't watch every single Newcastle game, but. I don't. Be- I had. I don't think I've seen a game like that. He really, like, usually he'll get to the line, you know, a few steps, maybe offload the ball, or, or maybe even get round sometimes. Hmm. But every fucking break, I think he, he was just running hard. Yeah, and, and he was trying to make an impact. Yeah, and that's he had not gaps. the best game I've seen him play, but it's definitely the best game I've seen him play. For I think it's the best game I've seen him play at the stakes so high. Yeah. So Newcastle haven't been in you know really high no. contested finals, no. um, but that was when the chips were down. Decide a game, no monster. You need that X factor from after someone. A big punch and I, up too, because he only really turned it on after the punch up finished. Yeah, well, that's true. But you know, you need an X factor player, and I felt like Ponga stepped up. Oh, well, he was and I, and, I, and I definitely believe, particularly that try, because obviously the game was in the balance. Yeah. Um, but I generally believe that without Ponga's influence, I don't think Queensland would have won that I game. I agree. Um, and then my disappointment for New South Wales. Um, Look, it's it's hard. You could probably take any pick, but I'm going to go Luai. Yeah, I just think absolutely. he's extremely overrated. Um, I think he's so protected by Cleary. Mm-hmm. Um, no doubt he's probably got some talent. Obviously, he's a professional fucking athlete. Um, but just, you know, if, if you're a premiership winner, you've won an origin before, you're, you just need to be better than that. Mm-hmm. I don't think he... I don't think he grabs the game enough uh, by the scruff of the neck. I just no. don't think he gets involved. That's my opinion. I agree. I think New South Wales' best player, I can't go past Tedesco. Even in losing, yeah, teams, look, that's fair. That's field. really fair. It's almost unfair to pick him because he's that good. Queensland for me, 
I think Cherry Evans stamped his authority as the captain now that... Well, he's, he's one two. Sort of forgotten so, soldier, or even people like, oh, is Cherry Evans going to be picked? He was brilliant once again. He's just, I thought his kicking game in three was brilliant too. Kicking game was on song. He can't. He doesn't get bullied. Like Jerome Lewis was doing some real dirty shit to him. Gets up, plays on. He handled everything really well as a captain after the punch up. I think he. He's he. You know he's captain the most games for Queensland ever. That can't be right. It's true. How? No, I'm joking. I think it's a half. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm fairly certain that's no, it's Cameron it's Smith, Cameron Smith, isn't it? Yeah. He's Cameron Smith, but I think as a halfback, he's played the most consecutive games as a halfback for Queensland. He's 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 brilliant, Cherry Evans. I, I put it down even more than Cooper. Team. Yeah, more. Well, Cooper played a lot in the number fourteen. Cherry Evans has played like fourteen a row in, in a row now as number seven. Jesus. And my disappointment is absolutely Jerome Luai, the most overrated fucking piece of punchable shit I've ever seen in my life. He is such a fucking grub. I don't like him. I, 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 I bang on about this bloke all the time. All the time I bang on about him. He's just a dirty SA from the streets of fucking Penrith who's somehow been good enough to play football. He is a fucking grub. I, I, when that when that punch-on was going on between Burton and... Um, Burton and... Gagai. And Dan Gagai, I thought to myself, surely someone's going to get him. Surely. And I just... My lucky... My, I wasn't lucky enough for it to happen. But you'll notice, right? He always yeah, because he's a cat. As soon as punches start, he wasn't there. Well, how is it? Well, you know, Cobbo's absolutely been knocked out clean, mm-hmm. and he's standing over him. It's like, come like on, mate, spitting like abusing him on the ground. But he's out cold. He's not looking at he's you. He's a fucking, fucking grub. He is. No, a, I don't like him. He is the biggest like disappointment. He had so many mistakes. He had so many opportunities to sort of turn the game for New South Wales' favour. He never did it. He's overrated. He's in. A, he's the luckiest bloke in the NRL. You're not wrong. Outside Nathan Cleary, inside Dylan Edwards, he's got fucking centers and wingers who all play international football. He is the luckiest fucking bloke in the NRL. Yep, you're not wrong you're there, and I don't flog. disagree at all. Look, I think that's all we really need to talk about for Origin. Look, mm-hmm. I think Billy Slater. Mm-hmm. Um, credit to him. Credit to this, to the whole really coaching staff, really, because yep. you had Thurston, Cameron Smith. Um, Nate Miles even but that gets overlooked Um, he's he's in there too so all of them have done well Um, they brought the uh, title back to Queensland so I think in their first series they've done brilliant Um, particularly in the decider but I want to move on to we've got the finals around the corner Mm. you know it's coming up not too far away and there's some movement there's only six games left there's a lot of clubs in the mix Um, some clear standouts obviously Penrith they're miles ahead they're, Mm. they're a lock um but from basically, if you really want to be honest, from seventh down to eleventh, mm-hmm. it can go either it's way. It's a free for all. And mate. you could you could probably even drag the Eels in there too, if you really want to be honest. If they drop drop a couple, um, so there are some massive games this weekend. But without touching on all of them, because I think that that's probably you know, a bit too far. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about your finals predictions and where you think it's going to go. Um, Look, I... do you think who do you see making it? Because right now, the Roosters are at nine, which is absolutely crazy to me. I don't think it's going to sit how it is. I think we're going to see the Storm are going to fall out of the top four for the first time in a long time and the Broncos That's are going to sneak in. Right? That's a massive call. Manly are going to fall out of the top eight and the Roosters are going to fall in and the rest of it's going to sit pretty like it is. I can't really see much more movement. Um, the Cowboys, I hope, go on and win it all. 
now. They have been so good this year, and with all those Queensland players, I, if we all remember correctly, I picked them to come dead last. Yep. So, egg on my fucking face. You're not the only person, man. Everybody egg did. on my face. I thought they had a terrible off-season. I, did I didn't realise that they had fucking the world's best young forwards coming through the fucking ranks up there in the fucking Townsville. And yep. Chad Townsend just putting the last little fucking finishing touches on anything. And Tom Dearden just going to turn into a superstar. Look, Penrith have finished one. Cowboys two, I think. It, it could be a, it could be a bit of a battle between Cowboys, Sharks, sort of two, three. You've got to remember, there's only six games, though, so there's a bit of, bit of to and fro on. I can see the Storm slipping out um, with Pappenhausen gone for the season. And Broncos going to four. Eels, Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs would be a scary thought to face in the finals with Retrol Mitchell playing the way he is. Um, I feel like the Rabbitohs are going to go deep. I know they're in the grand final last year. I just can see them going deep. If if Manly managed to stay in, anything can happen with Trebojevic coming back. So, yeah, look, it's pretty much the way it is for me. Eight and nine, possibly just swapping. That's it. Yeah, that's Thoughts? fair enough. I... Look, that's fair enough, and I can see your logic behind it. I think there's probably going to be a little bit of movement. Like you said, six games are still six games with mm. being so tight. Mm. Um, but, you know, I, I, I look at the breakdown like this, you know, apart from Penrith, because they've got 308 points difference. If you look at the Cowboys and you look at the Storm, right? So they've got 181 points difference, the Cowboys. Storm have got 177 in fourth, right? So the Storm are joint fourth place with... The Broncos and the Eels. But the points difference for the Eels and the Broncos is 36 and 61. So uh, the Storm are better defensively and they're better going forward. So, <laughs> and you've got to remember, they've lost six games this year, three of them in the last three weeks. Yeah. So, look, I completely understand and I get where people are coming from. A lot of people have tipped the Rabbitohs at $2 this week. Um, when the Storm are paying $1.77 away from home. Mm. Um, I was the one of those that picked the Storm. But... I can understand why people pick the rabbits, but I just I'm not I'm not there yet. I'm just not there yet. I think if look, you never see the storm fucking lose four games in a row. It just no. doesn't happen. But no. but it doesn't mean it can't happen. Um, especially like you said, Mitchell's been playing unbelievably good. Um, Out of his skin, good. It's quite I don't know. I think so the storm will. I think the storm will will somehow get it done. They just kind of always do. I think that the top three is pretty much locked. Mm -hmm. Whether or not the sharks. They're going to be second or the cows second. I don't know. I can actually see... <coughs> now, a lot of people have tipped the Broncos to be top four. I don't see it. But I can definitely see the Roosters coming in, like you said. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the Sea Eagles, may drop. just with their games, they may fall out. I think the, the Roosters are a little bit more... Um, well-oiled machine, yeah. if you like. Well, they've got a fairly hard run. Like, like more manly play the Roosters next week. That's a big game. That's 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 a that's a pretty much a finals power play game, isn't we've it? We got Sharks, Rabbitohs. We've got a lot of big games. Well, in the power next play week the so. Broncos this week, yeah, and I dare not. say, I mean, people say this is for top four. I don't know if it's for top four, no. but it's a massive game in in, in context of the season because. Correct me if I'm wrong with finals. It's 1v8 and then 2v7 Correct. and then... Nah, yeah. Yes. No, 1v4, yeah. 5v8. Oh, okay. So it's changing. Because 1v4, everything. if you lose, you get a second chance. If you win, Correct. you get a so, bye. Yeah. So that means 5v8. So the Bronx will play Seagulls and then Eels versus Rabbits. That would be a fucking incredible there, game. There is a ton of top eight games happening in the next few weeks too. Like really more than you usually see battles, right? So like even if you go up to round 25, the last round of the season... Jeez, Parramatta, yeah, Melbourne. It. You've got Roosters, Rabbits. You've got St George Broncos, Penrith Cowboys. 
that like there's some big games, man, coming up. Yep, I love huge them all. I'm very stuff. Yeah, I, I think right now, I'm going to call it. Penrith will be in the grand final, but they're going to lose it, and they're going to lose it to the Cowboys. Drum roll, please. Cowboys. Um, Cowboys. That's insanity. Um, look, I mean, I can understand it. I don't know if the Cows are going to get to the grand final and be good enough to win it, though. But They've, they've, got, a couple, do, they've got a grand final winner in their team, mate. Chad Townsend. Do you know what sounds, you know what sounds like bloody crazy, though? Hmm. Like, Penrith are 16-1, and they've been unbelievable. But why do I get the feeling that they've been unbelievable but they won't win it? Yeah, I'm one of these teams that have like, yes, they beat everybody, but they don't blow me away. Like, I, can't, what, I can't explain what it. What are to the you. odds of like the Roosters going back to back and then Penrith going back to back in like the span of five years? Well, I don't know. I mean, it like, has it's, it's, it's it probably crazy. hasn't been done much. Well, has it? It's very rarely done. Like not in the fucking since the eighties, you know, or even the seventies. You know what I mean? Like it's oh no, it happened in the early nineties. I think the Canberra and Brisbane, but. It's. I just can't see it, and it's, do you know why? It's because I don't want to see it because I fucking hate Penrith. Well, if you think of it like this, that means it'd be what would that be their third or fourth grand final in a row? Uh, it'd be the third they've been in. Second, they would have won. Third, third grand final in a row. The yeah. one they lost. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. lost to Melbourne, which they almost yep. come back and won in the last minute. And that's when they were undefeated year. that year, weren't they? But they lost in the final. Yes, they, well, they, they lost. They game. drew to the Knights in round four. There you go. So it, they're going. They're looking for that season again. Yeah. Um, Look, dude. They, look, they might just be the best team in football, and they get to the grand final, and it's just easy. Well, I think I don't they'll know. get there because what worries me with those fucking cunts as well is that, like, they had fucking ten fucking Origin players, and then you know what I mean. A lot of them are going to be pissed off. Yeah. So like, Yo will be pissed off. Crichton will be pissed off. Uh, Cleary will be furious. Luai won't care because he's a grub. Toei doesn't give a fuck. He wants to play for Samoa. Um. But the, like Liam Martin will literally be chomping at the fucking bit. So that a lot. Jesus, a lot of players for them for Origin. Mate, look, look, the Cowboys are the same though. Like I, Tom Gilbert is Queensland's Liam Martin. Yeah, fair. That's a fair call. But I, I would like to see. It. And my other Smokey from the start of the season when we did our predictions was Cronulla and fuck me, they played well this year. So yep, I picked Cronulla top four. Anything could happen. Um, I think. My bottom two was exactly who they are with Western Titans. I, don't, I think I had that as it is. Yep. I can't remember. I'm going to have to revisit this. And I think I had the Rabbits in the top eight. You picked someone to fall out. I can't remember who it was. I picked the Rabbits to fall out because I picked the You picked the Rabbits to fall out. I picked the Roosters at five. So they're a bit lower than what I even picked them at. I think Very you had them top four. But yeah, I did. I think I regardless, had Regardless, it's, uh, it's been a crazy, crazy year. And it'll be exciting to see how it goes. I'm sure we will have some uh, watch-alongs with some things happening in the pipeline. We've got some, so. We've got some movement happening. So for all you listening, there's some exciting stuff coming, no doubt about it. Probably but moving on from NRL, mate, the into Apple. the land of the AFL, the AFL, as they say. Um, very, also very, very tight. Um, and Weird who knows at the top, too. Like Geelong just sitting up pretty at the top. What the fuck? Yeah, look, um, not, I'm not Colin surprised. five. I called, I, I called him eight, if you remember correctly. You did, you did. Me and Jack didn't have him top eight, but they're even higher than the eighth right now, which is um, unbelievable, unsuspected. And I'm just going to start there, because why not? Why not? Um, well, we can we, can we been... start just outside there? I'm shocked to fuck the Bulldogs are coming ninth. Look, I am shocked. I, I am shocked too. I think their list suggests that they should be at mm. least top four. Mm-hmm. Um, to play in a grand final last year, 
you, you're good enough. Uh, oh, but something hasn't happened at the dogs. They just, it hasn't materialised for them this year. I don't know why. Well, I yeah. Look, I'm a great believer in that. You know when stuff that happens at the start of the year or happens before the season and you just look at it and you go, hmm, that was a bit, that was a bit unsettling. Mm-hmm. And like, you could just tell that something's off. Mm-hmm. When Bevo had a crack at that journo, yeah. like the first two rounds. It was rounds, different, wasn't it? It was different. And I just felt that like, hmm, He's getting under the skin here a little bit. For what reason, I don't know. He's probably know. telling some hard truths. That's why. That's what I thought it was. I think he hit a little bit too close to home. Bevo wasn't happy about it. They didn't want to get out in the media. Yeah. And um, and from there, um, I think the club just has been in a little bit of turmoil. It seems. It looks like they've turned a little bit of a corner lately. They've won a few straight. Um, they haven't capitulated as much as Port. No. And obviously, they're pushing... Um, for that top eight spot. I called it, I'm going to call it now. The dogs will finish in the eighth. Richmond won't. Um, See, I, I still have a sneaking suspicion St. Kilda might get in there. Look, they're, just they're both on the same points. passed on to the netherworld, I think you never know. You just you never, never know. know. That is true. You never know. Look, you don't even know what's going to happen in the top four. Uh, I mean, Brisbane, Fremantle and Collingwood are all on the same points. Mm. So, look, Collingwood could finish third. You just, it's one of these things that's crazy. Um, but obviously, yeah, look, the dogs are a bit of a disappointment. I think that Geelong and Melbourne are kind of where they are. I think that that's fair. I, I, you know, Geelong to be Geelong second has surprised me. Well, I they haven't surprised me because they've always been Geelong regular season. Did, no, you didn't. You I ha- yeah, low, I did. did I did. I had them slipping because they were so old. Look, they are old, but their regular season stuff just always stacks up it's in the finals where they usually drop yeah they run out of legs but fuck they usually me. run out of to, legs to sit one and play how well they've played especially in the last couple of months fuck yeah it looks hell. pretty good it looks pretty good um exciting times for them uh, and they've been playing brilliant melbourne are doing melbourne uh, um we're coasting they're they're just yeah they're just starting to get into a little bit of form players are getting back the one team i would say that's dropped off a bit and i know they had a lot of teams are a lot of players out. Sorry, um, about ten players out in the last couple of rounds. Yeah, um, is Brisbane. Yeah. Now, I know Jack will be like, "Give me a break." There's been ten players out, and that's fair enough. But I think just even over the course a little bit, yep. I feel like Brisbane are just tailored off. Like I had them as winning the flag. Yeah. Um, they have a lot of games where they're just sort of. Do you, do you know how Melbourne we play a lot of games and we're sort of not in it for twenty, and then we blitz yes. people. Brisbane yes. aren't in it for thirty. Sometimes oh, Brisbane, Brisbane aren't in it. Brisbane aren't in it sometimes for three quarters. This is I've, what I mean. I've and all of a sudden seen. they just blitz out of nowhere. Yep. Where yep, I've seen that. That's that's the difference I look at right now between us and, and the Lions is the fact that they're just out of it for that little bit too long. And look, they're still on fucking 48 points. They're freaks. But can you sustain that in the finals? No. Well, look, I don't know. And, and the track record would say no. I just think that... Look, they, they had a couple of players out when they played Melbourne, um, but not that many. And when they played Melbourne, and it was one of these games where Melbourne just put their fucking foot down, um, and and they just got shown up. They yeah. got absolutely pulled the pants down and yep. spanked. And that's concerning Spanked to me. That pretty wide ass. <laughs> that's concerning to me because I feel like if that happens in the finals, they, they, they didn't have anything to stop it. So yeah. that concerns me. I think Fremantle, oh, look, they're another team that just confuses me because yes. I look at the ladder and I think how are you even there yeah um, and then sometimes they show up when they're just you know their regular team again so I, I don't know I you know Richmond play Fremantle this week and I it's never do game. this because I, I hate them but I think Richmond will beat them I, I just I, there's something about Fremantle that just doesn't give me confidence and I think that Richmond will have a 
a kick up their ass from last week. Yeah, I agree. And then I you've agree. got Collingwood in fifth place who have defied well, they haven't everybody. Surprised me. I, not, see, I, I just had a little gut tingle at the start of we the year. We finished 17th last year, so let's just I put know, it but I just, when I looked at the list, right, and I looked at the youth, I thought, okay, you've got Pendlebury 2.0 plus Pendlebury plus yep. Degoey. And hasn't fucking Nick Dacos been oh, playing absolutely incredible? Mate, just. He's the best first year player I've ever seen. Yep. I can't think of someone that influential in their first year. You look look at someone like poor old Horn Francis, right? And you're like, geez, that fucker tries hard, right? If he was in a better team, he'd be the best player on the planet. Yeah, fuck, he tries hard, that bloke. But he doesn't look look like Dacos. Look, I think that's a fair argument. I think that um, Horn Francis obviously has a lot of talent. and you are right in a better system, he would be 10 times better. But I'll tell you this about Nick Dacos. The way he does things so effortlessly... It's sickening. And at the efficiency that he does it, um, and the work rate for an 18, 19-year-old is unbelievable. Because here's the thing. Usually with these players, you're talking about, oh, yeah, they're definitely the rising star. Yeah. And, you know, they might do pretty well in the best and fairest and in their club. a little bit and stuff like that. Yeah, and that, you know, usually get that rookie syndrome where, you know, the, towards the back end or middle of the year they, they burn out. Nick Dacos, this is fair dinkum, Nick Dacos could potentially this year get an All-Australian jumper. He deserves it. Be a best and fairest. He deserves it. And win the rising star. It, well, if he does tell that... tell me one player for Collingwood who's been better than him. Well, look, the More only consistently can, better. Yeah, consistently is a great word because... I could say that in periods, I think that Jack Crisp has maybe been yeah, better than periods of the game. Consistently, no, I don't think anybody's been doing the day. And that's what this is. What will, this will be this kid's career, right? He will be Mister Consistent. He'll be like James Tedesco, right? He'll set himself a bar so high that when he doesn't reach it by like one rung, he th- people think he's had a bad game and he's still being the best player on the field. Yep. Mate, he he got forty. He got forty disposals and three goals on the weekend at eighty-two percent efficiency, playing half back. Yeah, he's a freak. Three goals of forty touches off halfback. He's a little fella, like yeah. He's he's got a massive motor for a kid. His he, work rate's unbelievable. He impresses the living fuck out of me. Living oh mate, shit out of every me. time I see him touch the ball, I'm like, this is just he just oozes class. And the thing is, with that name, that Dacos name, they they just produce goals from fucking magic. Like they Where? kick ones from the boundary. They it's unbelievable. What country is the Dacos name graced? Macedonia. Well, well, well. Yes. Macedonian Marvel, they call it. Pavlovsky. Yes, I was talking about that too. So he's Macedonian. Macedonian. Well, well, so, well. They've got yeah, that's what they say. They, North Macedonia. What are they north yeah. of? Greece. Don't even start them. Don't start the Macedonians on that. Not those they, fucking wogs, mate. Jeez, they get pissed off when you tell them they're North Macedonia. Well, you know, Pete, Peter Dacos, his nickname was Macedonian Marvel. The Marvel of Macedonia. Well, well, Nick Dacos is the Macedonian masterpiece, in my eyes. Mate. And Josh Dacos ain't too bad either. No, he's the Macedonian um, mongrel. <laughs> but we've look, we've we've played up so much higher than anybody thought we would do. We were seventeenth last year, new coach. You don't know how it's going to go, and we're top five. Looking at top four, it's unbelievable. But I said this in a group chat, or well, not a group chat. I said this on a Collingwood page, um, and it was this. That a lot of people saying, "Oh, because statistically speaking, even though Geelong are first in terms of efficiency, turnovers." Um, Goals from turnovers, all this type of shit, possession with the ball. The highest rated team in the AFL right now is Collingwood. Yeah. So we're the we're the most basically the most effective team. Yeah. And a lot of people were, you know, shocked. And I said, Well, look, you gotta take it like this. 
In 2018, we made a grand final, and we still have the shell yep. of that 2018 team. We still have Dugowie, Grundy, yep. Pendlebury, Adams, Sidebottom, Crisp, um, Darcy Moore. The list goes on. We still have Jeremy Howe. We have all these players that have that played in that grand final side, right? And now we've added elite youngsters to them, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. added a coach that's been involved in three premierships at, uh, at Richmond and been yep. involved in three premierships at Hawthorne, and he's got... He knows how to win football games, and he's got a very attack-minded style. Well, he's got, and and he's now, got his own style as well, which you have he to does have. have his own he, style. Can't, he couldn't come in and be fucking anyone else. He had to be himself, and I think it's working. It's There's just really a lot of experience working. at that club now, and I just feel that maybe under Buckley they lost their spark. Mm-hmm. It was very the sa- a lot of the same old stuff, and Buckley we always had a, a great commentator, like a Buckley's like a, a great yeah pundit, like a like pundit, a media brilliant. Yeah. He's he is. he is so honest with his reprisals of people. It's Man, he's a he's a great bloke. I mean he could he got a bad stick obviously for leaving Brisbane and the way he did to go to Collingwood and all that shit. But but he is a great dude. A very, very good human. Um and oh. I and I've got so much respect for Buckley, I really do. Well, and you I know don't your dog after him for crying out loud. Exactly. Um he's my favourite player of all time, even with Pendleby being pretty much the goat, it's Buckley or has been. Um, shit. Well look, Pendlebury is the best player. That's ever played for Collingwood, I feel, in terms of talent-wise and stuff like that. But Shit. if you're saying that, if you were to ask me who had the better peak, and like if you had a one game, so you had a grand final, who are you picking? Mm, Dave Buckley. Or Buckle. Yeah, I think Buckley's a more impact player than what Pendlebury was. Even yeah, though Pendlebury's cool. won a premiership, and Buckley hasn't. Cool. I just Buckley's won a crown though. He won a Norm Smith in a losing grand final. It, he was an unbelievable player. He was just unlucky that he came came up against. One of the best teams that's ever been in the Brisbane Lions, yes. you know, you know, dynasty. So he got unlucky there, but Buckley's definitely one of the greatest players to ever play the game. So yep. um, there's that. But Pendlebury just it's like he just class personified, isn't he ever? You know, Mister Slow Motion. It's he does. He, he doesn't move with any sort of verve or vigor, but he's always there. It's just class, mate. Yeah, he class is. Class personified. That's what I always say. People when you when people like that have time, you know, they've got class. Hey, you know they've got class. Um, I just want to touch on a, l- a little something uh, before we, you know, maybe even look into something else. The preseason friendlies. So we've had Man United come to Melbourne and uh, play a few games. Smack uh, and we've had we've now. had we've had Aston Villa. Yeah, I'll touch on that in a minute. We've had Aston Villa come to Brisbane to play yep. against Leeds. Yep. Um, do you take much notice of the preseason friendlies? Because I will give you my opinion after you. Can I tell you? The answer to that is no, and I'm going to tell you why. Yep. A preseason friendly is a hit out, right, to put a bit of motion back in the legs for players who have missed a little bit of time and to test out some potential new combinations. It's got nothing to do with winning the game. It's got to do with trying to figure out what you sort of want to do with the season moving forward. So I don't take any... I have no care towards the result. If you win 20-0, you lose 30-0. It doesn't matter to me. It's all about figuring out Let's get some motion back in the legs of these blokes who haven't played in a bit, and let's try our new blokes out on the pitch to see how they go. That's exactly what a friendly to me is. Yep, I, I can, I 100% agree, and I think it's bollocks that yep. all these people, like you know, Man United fans or whatever, are getting so caught up, yep. and they think that oh, we beat Liverpool four 0 It's a fucking friendly. It's got nothing they to do with it. There's no, there is no repercussions they for don't losing give a, a friendly. Nothing. Yep. Nothing happens if you lose a friendly. You don't lose money. You don't. Nothing happens. You would have to play so poorly in a friendly as a team 
for even it to be a blip on the radar of any coach around the world. Oh, look, you know, I've seen this happen before. I'm, I'm pretty sure in 2019, um, I'm just using this as reference, I'm pretty sure that Liverpool lost every single preseason friendly, sometimes 3-1, 3-0, and we went on to win the Champions League that year. Yeah, it, it, holds no, it holds no relevance. Um, and None. I want Man United to get excited. So do I. They think, oh, we're playing the Ten Hag way. Made it to friendly. So let's just pump the brakes. You're still playing, um, you're still playing Harry Maguire, <laughs> so fuck me. Exactly, and um, he's a bag of trash. I just want to touch on a couple of transfers and transfer talk that's been happening. Uh, can, I quickly, can I quickly mention something? And this isn't yes. sports related, but it's just popped into my head. Okay, of course it has. So it always does. It's two things, right? It's both sort of to do with outer space, right? Because it's another passion of mine. I love outer space. Have you seen any pictures from this new James Webb telescope? Yes, I have. So they're beautiful pictures, right? These really crisp, beautiful pictures of James Webb telescope. Yep. The real famous one at the moment, going round, right? Which is that one? It's got a few lens flares on it, but it's really coloured deep deep galaxy pictures that picture if you this do you so the scale of that picture right this is how you this is how you're supposed to scale it you stand outside and look at the sky and hold one grain of sand between your fingers that's how much and whatever that grain of sand covers is how big that photo is that's weird isn't that's, it it is that's and very weird but do you, do you know what's crazy have you seen the one where it's got all like the galaxies in it beautiful all those dots yeah that's the one I'm talking about. that's the one i'm talking about oh yeah every single one of them I thought you were talking about like the other. No, uh, no, the no. That's one. the one I'm talking about. With yeah, all every the single one of them. In. Every single one of them is a galaxy, yeah, and every single one of them has like hundred billion stars in it. Yeah, which has like heaps of planets in there. Yeah, hundred billion know, planets. planets. It's yeah, scary, man. But so that, that yeah. picture is covered by one grain of sand in our sky. It's insane. Um, and part two, which and this has nothing to do with that, right? But I was thinking about this today. Neil deGrasse Tyson, we can both agree, is a wanker. Right? I think so. Have you ever seen him speak to someone of equal or more intelligence? No. He only talks to people who are stupider than him to make himself yep. look smarter than he is. I and think then so. He and talks down to them because they can't be as intelligent as him because we're not all fucking super geniuses. And then he makes himself look even smarter. I would love to put him in a room with someone who is equally as intelligent as him and well, watch him you know, shit the what bed. he does what he does a lot too, he Talks a lot of riffraff yep. because people don't understand what Fluff, he's saying. Lots with his he hands. doesn't actually make a point to anything <laughs> yes. at all. Like, it's what all are you rigmarole. Actually, yeah, you're just saying nothing. Yeah, what like are you he was talking about? He was trying to say that something that had entered the... Oh, fuck. I can't remember. The, it's like a train. It. It's like a train going this yeah, far. You're like, what? shut up, Neil. Yeah, it's shut something about... Shut up, um, Neil. There's something that was in the uh, atmosphere and he was talking about like the velocity of it coming in. So like it couldn't be... It wasn't aliens. It, it had to be dragged in by like natural, you know, fucking yeah. forces or whatever, like the gravity. And this dude was like, "Oh, but why couldn't someone have put it there?" And he's like, "Oh, there's no way anybody, anything could have put it there because it's, you know, the gravitational pull of this." He's and that. So smart, anyway, you know, and then this dude was like, "Okay," and he got his pen, and it was it was the most simple like analogy, and he just got him. He's like, "Okay, I get this pen." And he threw it up in the air, and then the pen dropped. And he's like, okay, so I threw the pen up in the air, the gravity took it and made it drop to this point. He's like, but I was the one that threw it up there in the first place <laughs> to make it drop down here. He's like, so what's the difference? And then the guy, and he just like threw his mic drop and Neil deGrasse Tyson had nothing to say. He's, he's like, so, so just because it gets, the gravity is pulling it to a certain point doesn't mean that, say yeah. that nothing, nobody put it there. He's a dick. Um, and he didn't have anything to say. It really pisses me off that I like that show Cosmos so much. Because he's such I love a it too. dick, but I love that show. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's one of these things. So, I mean, we made an episode 
pretty much dedicated to him being a wanker. Yeah, Paul so, Nick DeGra- Neil deGrasse Tyson um, is a wanker. You know what we think. This could be called Neil deGrasse Tyson is a wanker 2.0. Like, yeah, it, it absolutely could. It, it holds a lot of merit. Um, mm. I'm Sorry. on the transfer page, and I don't know if you've seen, but Arsenal signed Zinchenko. Yes, as of today. So this, is, this is a good thing to talk about <coughs> because we're going to have a, uh, a full-blown Premier League, but I'd like that we can talk a bit about some transfers around the world. Course. Zinchenko will sure the fuck up. Even though they got Tierney, Tierney's a gun. Well, this is interesting now because, and, and I'll leave this for um, our predictions because we're going to touch on every single team and, mm-hmm. and really get in depth with it because we're going to have a special guest on there. So make sure you, you listen to that Tune one. Tune in. And you'll be able to watch that one. Just um, give oh, you a little hint. Um, but I, I'm not sure what happens to Tierney. Does he play more central? Are they no. looking to push him inside? Are they playing him in the right can play both sides know. of the ball. This well, that's is what I'm thing. thinking. Zinchenko, Zinchenko has got the ability to play left and right But they've got Tommy Tomiyasu. I know they've got Tomiyasu, but they're also in Europa League, and they've also got a lot of shitload of cup games. So they can rotate and rest, I think. Zinchenko can play high as well. Do you know so, what this says to me? Mm-hmm. I can see wingbacks. I can see three at the back. Well, and what put Tierney in the middle a bit more? Like I could just—I I, don't—I don't have any merit for that. But I'm just wondering the why they've gone out and paid 32 million for a left back when Kieran Tierney is very solid. Mm. Do, does Arteta feel that maybe Tierney is too injury prone? He yeah, well, this play is enough? Thing. It's I don't a depth know. thing. I think it's a depth thing for Arsenal at the moment. It could be. They had a—they've had a shit ton of injuries recently, and like Tommy Yasu missed a lot of the season last year, and I think they played Cedric for most of the season at right back. So was it Cedric or? Can't remember his fucking yes. name. Yes, Cedric played right back. Yes, Tommy he played right back out. a shit ton. And so Zinchenko is just more cover, and he's a better player than fucking Cedric. Um, yep. I like the move. I, I think it takes... It, it'll it'll give them that extra push when it comes to fighting back off midweek games. I think they've got, they've got more legs in them. Tierney, I'm sure, can play in the middle if he has to. I'm, I would guarantee Tierney can play in the middle if he has to. Because have they had... Um, they let a guy go on... Loan last year to Leicester, I think. Mm. Not Rob Holding, someone else. No, no. Doesn't matter. Uh, it was one of their centre backs they let go on loan. And I then they thinned themselves right out. And I think Oh I know one of their centre backs went on loan to Marseille. It might be him. That was um uh Saliba? No, there's someone else, right? They thin, they thinned themselves out really badly last year, and I think they've learnt their lesson. So I think they're just bolstering the stocks. It could be. Similar um, to Tottenham. Tottenham have just signed Jid Spence. That's a fucking great signing. I don't think he's going to play many games, but fuck, that's a great pick-up from... He's not going to play um, straight player. away, um, you wouldn't imagine. But, look, they've made six signings now, Tottenham. So I mean, that, They've had a brilliant... Minus Richarlison. Was on loan. Minus Richarlison. Brilliant window. So the, their centre-backs, you have William Saliba, yep. um, Pablo Mari, Gabriel Nuno Tavares, um, Tommy Asu, Gabriel, See, Rob played Holman, a lot left-back last year for them was Nuno. Cedric, Ben White, Kieratini, and then Hector Bellerin. Hector Bellerin. Oh, let's see, Nuno played, Nuno played heaps last year, but fuck, he was mistake-riddled. I still look at that midfield and think it's weak, man. It's thin. That's, they are thin through the middle, man. Like, uh, Vieira will help, but they are thin through the middle. Yeah, they thin, are thin through um, the middle. I tell you, uh, so Dybala has joined Roma Very on three big years. So is Matic, Matic and Dybala. And they got Dybala on a free. Yes, they did. That's uh, a there's talks signing. of um, Luis Suarez going to Dortmund on a free. Uh, that would be pretty good for them. So that would be nice. Um, Le- Levers finally officially signed with Barca. He has. So that's, you know... I mean, it's monstrous, right? Just picked up 40 goals there. 
Yeah. Erling has been really... I'm just looking at this um, link between Haaland and what Kyle Walker said about for him. Kyle Walker, Haaland has big boots to fill. Erling has been really good. We have to take that into consideration. Obviously, he's got big responses and probably big boots to fill with Aguero. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I think Haaland would be great, but is he? You know, is he going to take a little bit of time? I think... Well... I don't know. He's monstrously strong. Yes. He's one of... But so is Lukaku. So... But he's fit and fast. That's the other thing about Haaland. He's fit and he's super quick. He is. So he is absolutely right. Oh, he's gonna. He'll do much better than Lukaku. I think we, it's a sort of a bit of wait and see game with the guy. I think he'll do really well. Um, I don't think he'll be top goal scorer, but he'll do really well. City have just City just bought someone else, some other bloke. Fucking, oh, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. They're a fucking. They're maniacs. They just buy everybody, man. They're fucking crazy. <laughs> Sterling's definite with Chelsea. Yeah, so is Koulibaly. definite to Bayern. That's huge. That Bayern Koulibaly's going to Chelsea. Yes, oh, Koulibaly. And Kimpembe's going to Chelsea as well. So well, Chelsea, it looks like, but there's no hard, like, there's nothing 100% just yet. If they, if I, I bet you, if they get Koulibaly and Kimpembe, they play four at the back. Like, yeah, I think they would they too. They won't go that three sort of or five at the back anymore. They'll play three, two at the back, like three, four at the back. Do you know Bayern have the most expensive centre back duo in the history of football? Matisse Delict and Lucas Hernandez, one hundred and forty-seven point five million for the two. How of much them. was Lucas Hernandez bought for? Eighty million. That's no, that's absurd. Yeah, you joke. Seventy me... million, and Delict's been bought for seventy-four or something like that. That is absurd. Yes, I know. I need to see his transfer fee. Yeah, it's crazy because there was there was extras on top. The most expensive centre back pairing in the history of a football. Oh my god, eighty million. There you go, eighty million. That is a Bundesliga From Atletico, record. I think. Yeah, it would have been. That's insanity. Yes, mate, it's crazy. eh? He's not that good. Well, I don't think he's so not eighty million good. Well, I don't think he's good, good as Delict. He's not as good as Van Dyke. He's not as good as fucking. He's much better than Harry Maguire. <laughs> well, Harry Maguire's we know he's the most overrated fucking numpty on the most planet. Expensive centre back in EPL history. He is. Oh and people stop had the it. people had the nerve to say that he was was gonna be as good as Van Dyke. Leave it Maguire. out. There's Harry a couple Maguire. of players who I feel have got some potential. I really think Botman's got potential. I of course, I'm, I'm all on that train. All on that train. Salisu from Southampton has got massive potential. Um, yep, I agree there. Cooler Bally's too old to have potential. He, we all yeah, know what 30, he's like. He's thirty-one, the so he's coming. With, he's a finished article, mate. The thing with Cooler Bally, right? And he will do well. I'm. I know he's going to do well, but he's thirty-one. He's been playing in Italy, where it is slow as yep. fuck. I would. Oh, it's going to take him some time. We well, will. I would argue the point that Italy is the slowest of the top five leagues. Awesome. It's very technical. It's quite beautiful, but it's slow and methodical. Yep. England is just fucking boom. It's like you shot out of a cannon. Yeah. So it might take him a little bit of time, but he'll he'll do well. Like watch Pogba at Juventus. He'll turn into fucking Pogba of fucking World Cup all over again. It's going to be stupid. Well, is it Willie though? I, I don't think know. so. He'll do well. I don't know. Mate. I tell you what, Juventus are the kings of the free transfer. Oh, aren't they ever? 
They are. If you want to watch a good show on Netflix at the moment, it's called Become Champions 10. It's about all of the World Cup winners um, in, the, cool. in the history of the World Cup. The first one's about Uruguay. It's fucking yep. interesting, man. I did not realise Uruguay were the biggest club, like, t- country in world football around the start of the World Cup. They were monsters. Yeah, they, yeah, they were. Killing everybody. It's crazy, yeah. It's so interesting, these, these episodes, like, <laughs> really, really good history, like football history. If you're interested, I just finished as well, and I know, like, if Newcastle people heard this, they want to smash me. But I watched it because I know it was the downfall. I just finished Sunderland till I die, right? Yeah. And I watched it because they get they get worse every episode. <laughs> it's so good. It's, if you're a Sunderland fan, what a shit show. You're also a wanker, but what a shit show, man. They just get worse and worse, and then they then the owner pulls all the money. Right. <laughs> this is the end. I think seventeen. 18 or something like that the owner pulls the money and says I'm not giving you any more so they can't transfer anyone in and they've got fucking Jack Rodwell sitting there on $60,000 or 60,000 pounds a week yeah when they get relegated to the championship but he's got a clause that says he has to be paid full money full money so they can't sign anyone and he, they want him to leave and he won't leave because he wants to honour his time but he doesn't play any games because he's shit <laughs> isn't he a fucking myth Jack Rodwell he was the next superstar of England yeah, he was. And he's just shit the bed running around fucking Southampton. Well, Not he Southampton, did that. Southampton, sorry, fucking Sunderland. He did that because he knew that he wouldn't get that money ever again. No, like mate. Like leaving Sunderland. He 60, knew it. 60000 a week. They, could, they wanted to loan him and they'll just pay him half to bring other people in. No, I'm not leaving. Pay me my yep. money. Pay me he my did. money. Because he was at City before that. And <laughs> yeah, he, I know. He's and supposed to be the, the next big thing. And he it got never happened. for a mozza. Yep, never happened. Fucking, Fucking crazy sh- times at Ridgemont Crazy times, High, mate. man. Crazy <laughs> times at Ridgemont High. <laughs> so um, that episode that we're talking about is actually next week. Next weekend, yeah, Sunday. It's next weekend, so... Can we, uh, next weekend, Sunday. Yeah, she nodded her head. She's behind me. <laughs> She's giving you the all clear, mate. I will <laughs> I will uh, hit up our friend. The special, the special guest. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll pick him up. He big, just wants uh, a yeah, cheese board and some beers. That's not. That's that's fine. I think so too. That do you know what that, that do you know what that is? That's an afternoon with three dads just sitting around having a chat, having some cheese. Oh, absolutely. Because it's funny, right? Because um, we were talking about it. Keely goes, "Oh, you know what time we will you be finished and whatnot?" And I said, "Oh, mate, I said five thirty-six. I said first, first off, we're dads. Secondly, <laughs> I'm fairly. I'm, I'm not going to name drop, but I said I'm, I'm fairly certain our guest has to get up early for what he does on the Monday. Yes. Um. So. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be a late one. Like this is this is our lives now. Like this is, this what, is our lives. But but we we just talk a bit of football on the side. and we got to get we got to go to Howie soon. Like we keep promising, but now th- things might work out if you know what I, I mean. think. Um, I think things will work out, mate. It'll be all good. We'll just get the old band so. back together and talk some shit. Oh, it'll be beautiful, mate. It'll just be chin wagging with the boys. Yeah, all right, well, cops. Well, um, it's I been a, it's that. been a pleasure I as really always. Do. So next week, oh god, I got to prepare myself for the for my favorite episode. <sighs> yep, it'll be a very good one. I'm so that'll so be. Excited. Do you know what's Do you know what's very beautiful about it is mm. that, uh, <laughs> wow, there's something um quite. I don't want to uh, now because if I name poetic? drop it now, poetic. There is very something very poetic about this episode we're going to do. So this one was fifty four. Our next one will be fifty five. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say, mm. and there's something poetic about 55, mm-hmm. if you could figure it out if you're a listener. So I'm going to leave it at that. It's been mm. good. It's been great, mm. as always. Mm. And um, oh, the microphones will be working this time, too. Oh, well, yeah. Because we've got will. the road. We have got the road. Mm. It'll be beautiful. It'll be great. Exciting and, um, times. 
Should be streamed. We'll see what happens. Well, I think I think it's crossed. I'll try and lose thirty five kilos between now and then. <laughs> um, before we go straight. <laughs> Stranger Things season three. I'm halfway through. Don't ruin anything for me. Holy fuck. Isn't it good? Wait till you get to four. Mate, it's real scary. Oh, dude. Okay. I'll I'll tell you one thing. It's like serial killer-esque show. Okay, can I tell you one thing? Yes, but don't ruin it. Season four, right? Yes. Blew me the fuck away. Really? With how much they topped up the scary. Wow. It's like, it, they topped up the horror in this one, bro. Season three is a pretty little nah. work. There's some nah. scary stuff. Nah. Season this one even has a little bit of like, ooh. Yeah. Season four, they just, wow. Wait, I'm just, I'm not going to ruin it because I won't name drop. I'm not going to say shit. But season four, I'm just saying, they ramped the I fuck out of the horror. Thing, and this this is no spoilers for people who hasn't heard it. I don't like how aloof Hopper becomes in season three. He becomes like an aloof, dopey idiot. I don't like it. I can't say too much. Okay, don't, change, don't say anything. That's all. We're I can't because anyway. um, everything, everything, everything has a purpose. Okay, everything good. has a meaning. Good, good, good. You'll good, figure good, it out. Good, good, good. It'll good, all make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, well, now you know. Eventually, you're going to be on the train of waiting for season five, which is makes perfect sense because Howie had said, "Oh, you want you know her and mm. him and Emily want to do a um, mm. Stranger Things party when season five comes out." Oh. I said, "Well, I said, well, I said like a fancy dress." Yeah, and then when so when it drops. We all watch it on Netflix. You know, you know what it reminds me of. You know when um, fucking like, like yes that, man, like, like when the first episode comes out. Yes, yeah, so when it drops on epi- like epi- season five. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Keely, mm-hmm. I need to talk to you about something. Turn around. Hang on. There's information that Howie and Emily want to do a Stranger Things fancy dress party for the first episode of season five. Would you be interested? I mean, it's a while away. Howie and Emily want to do a Stranger Things fancy dress party for the first episode of season five when it comes out. What's that? Well, you just what is it? Into? You mean you get dressed up and watch fucking Stranger Things, oh, mate? Passing doesn't mean watching Stranger Things. Oh, don't. Okay, she doesn't listen. Don't worry it about it. This is the whole. Yeah, it does. Oh. Yeah. Okay, you can't talk to this woman. Sometimes she doesn't listen to a word you have to say. There's no point. Like I love how you were, so, you were so keen and she just... She just fucking me away. Okay, yeah, sweet. Don't worry about that. Stamped don't, on your fire. Howie, don't worry about me coming. I'm not, I'm not allowed to. Oh, I just, oh, it's funny because I said... <laughs> I said to Howie, I was like, geez, you better hope Carl's finished those seasons before season five because if he ain't, he can't come. No, we're, ha- we're, mate, we're hammering through. Yeah, we're trying so to that's good. we're going to watch after this. But we're hammering through. I reckon we'll be done season four in a couple of weeks. Beautiful because it's, um, it's, it's fantastic. Do you know that the last episode of season four is two and a half hours long? Mm. I'm going to say something now. It's like a movie. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, it's two and a half hours Killing long. The last episode time. of season four is two and, a half, two and a half hours long. She doesn't give a fuck. I'm going to say something now because she can't hear me, right? <laughs> when you witness an episiotomy, it looks like a Demogorgon's face. <laughs> yeah, look, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> See, we can say that with fathers. No, um, I've witnessed it too. It's you look, breath, that's, um, that's a big... That's a bit graphic for the for the, uh, vista, for the listeners, but um, fuck me, yuck! She'll kill you if she, once she hears that. No, it doesn't matter. They stitched it up. No more Demogorgon. <laughs> she's now brand. just a Demodoc. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she's not. She's a good woman. She's she goes all right. She's mate. sitting she right behind with the headphones in. If she doesn't hear this. It's her fault. You could just be blasting her this whole time. Well, she, she doesn't listen no to these idea. episodes anyway. She, she's the one who told me to be creative and listens to the first five minutes. You know what's yeah. My Keely doesn't do it either. She she's like, oh, I try to listen. She's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I was like, well, okay, 
I'll just say mm. one thing. If you did anything on YouTube or anything like that, I would listen. I would so do watch. I, do you know how many things like Keely's spoken words I've watched and stories I've listened to and memoirs I've sat through? She can't listen to one hour of me bloody talking about sports, the thing I love second most behind my son. That's, yeah. And, you know, on, on, on the bad days, sometimes it's first. Well, mate, I'm telling you, he can push... When he's pinching me on the neck, when I'm like, I haven't slept for a while, and he's, like, attacking me and headbutt me, I think, geez, I could put a bit of curve on you through that door. Oh, mate, <laughs> I, this, if you're not... I'll tell you this. You're not a parent, or you're not you're not a father, if you haven't thought of putting your kid in the wheelie bin. Yeah. Yeah, just I agree. On, just at one moment, go, yep. yeah, you're going to the fucker dump today. I agree. Or you just think to yourself, I'm going to put my Birkenstocks on, yeah. or, or my lace ones are and I am just going to curl you straight from here into the toilets. Just bull. <laughs> yeah. and, and people all of a sudden, that are listening. Five minutes later, they're laughing at you. And you're like, yep. sorry, buddy. I didn't mean to do that. I didn't. I, I'm didn't sorry I had those. Um, I'm sorry I had those villainous thoughts. Yeah. I'm, I'm a psychopath. Um, I had a chat with Sally about that. It's true. Like, she reckons. It, it, like, it's why. You, on a more serious note, and like, to not go off topic, but people who are severely mentally ill, you can see how sometimes they can snap. When you're that tired and you're that like, stop that moment. It's just me. that moment. What well, it is? It's that five percent, isn't it? Where you're yeah. like, this, this could be it. This could, this be, could it. be. This could be where God, it all changes. Years in jail with it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I but couldn't. you know, I'm too if, if 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 yeah, you'd be in trouble. Um, I'm a bear. If uh, if you don't have a if you don't have a child, you'll never understand what we've just spoke about. But <laughs> no, if you do, never. you'll get it completely. I think every father. And most mothers would understand that, even though the mothers will never admit it. They, Mate, will I get, I get texts know. from Keely when when we're doing our big weekends. You, you know the ones yeah, I'm talking oh, about. And she'll just message, ones. she'll just message and say, "I've wanted to put the kids in the bin like three times." Yeah. You know? So because it is they hard. Do it. being a parent, right? And this, we're off topic again, but we might as well talk about it while we're here. Being a parent. Everybody sort of prepares you for the pre-game, and no one actually prepares you for the moment by moment that get like that just starts to eat at you. Yeah, where you're like, what more do I need to do? I'm just people think it's the people think it's the vomit, the the, the shitty nah, that's nappies, the, easy the shit. that's easy the, as the lack of sleep. That's fine. It's the it's all the little shit yeah. in between. It's like when have I had five minutes to myself in the past? Never. Forever. You don't, you don't like, and it. then you get like you go to work and you're like, Yes, I'm going to work and it's a horrible thing and then like you get resented for going to work. All the time. And you're like, Oh Oh, you've had free time. It's not a fucking free no, time. I'm working for money. Work. I'm going to it's, work to pay the bills. Yeah, it's you trust deal me. With the people we deal with, they're not regular people. <laughs> people that use uh transport Meth- are not metal amphetamine users. Yes, <laughs> they are not the the uh, greatest of society, let's no, put it that way. not at all. Another good podcast if you want to listen to one. It's a, it's quite sad. It's called Shandy's Story. It's a, uh, it's a, Headley Thomas does it. It's about the murder of a girl in, uh, called Shandy in Jesus. Mackay 2013 and the miscarriage of justice that she's received. That sounds heavy. It is heavy. As a parent, it's, it's, it's. De- that's another thing I can barely watch shit anymore that involves kids man like I I never used to be scared of horror movies or anything like that do you know what movie to me I think we've spoken about this before Prisoners is one of the scariest movies I've ever seen well you know I don't think it's scary I love it oh mate it's as a movie it's a 10 out of 10 for me but the fear like the fear and, and hatred I would have like that Hugh Jackman has I would have smashed that cunt's face in with a hammer you know what I mean mm. but like and this, and then it turns out. Oh, actually, I shouldn't ruin it for people. But 
that movie is my biggest fear now. That is my biggest just... Actually, everything scares me now. Are they going to choke? What's that in his mouth? Where are you going over there? Please don't fall over. What are you doing over there? Why Wait, is he you've got, you've got another... You've, your worry... If you're worried now... Your worry factor is going to hit fucking extreme levels when this cunt starts walking. Well, this is what I'm... And he's real close too, but see, I never used to care about anything. I never cared if I died. If people know my drug-taking past, I didn't give a flying fuck what happened to me if we can all, like, just That's because that. you, did, you didn't have anything else to worry about. No, I didn't. Now I you've didn't got, anything else to now care you've got about. Which sounds really terrible to Keely, but she never listens to it anyway. No, but it's no, but and it's true though because I didn't like. You can't love anyone like you love your children. That's that. When people say that you don't know love till you have a child, it's very true. Um, But I'm worried about everything. Is he going to be a bully? Is he going to be bullied? Is he going to be good at sports? Is he going to like music? How good is he going to be at music? Does he want to go to the shops? I just worry about everything now. It's I don't fucked. worry about that because it's out of your control. I, I know, mean, if he's if he's going to get bullied, he's going to get bullied. It's not what do you do. I've got the ADD. Would, now, yeah. this is an awful question. Awful question. Yep. Would you rather be the bully or be the bullied? Oh, like, to me? Yeah, or for, so, for your children. Because I'd rather Kalen be a bully. What bullied. do you mean? So, 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 so would you rather your children be bullied or be bullies? Um, I was thinking about this the other day. And I'm like, fuck, that's a horrible thing. I would rather be, him be a bully. Be bullied. Because, or you rather than be bullied? Yep. Oh, fair call. Yep. Because, fair call. because well, you can help them when they're getting bullied, can't you? You can help them, and I think it, if you. Now, this is really delicate because people that get bullied, it's obviously some, some really terrible ramifications could happen. Um, and I'm not, I don't want that to happen at all. But what no, I'm saying is, this is just it, it's hypotheticals. It, I feel like if you treat it right and you teach them the right lessons and how to deal with it and how to deal with the situation, they can grow stronger as a human being than someone that is a bully. See, if but you're I a feel bully, like you can do the same thing as to a bully. Like no, if you're bullying someone, you can. I think a lot of people who do the bullying aren't taught what. Most people that are bullies are weak-minded people. Well, that's what I mean, and I dare say their home life isn't great. But it, well, then no, I'd rather exactly. be bullied. So I don't think Caleb would be a bully, unless he. No, well, he look, here's the thing, though. It's bully a, me it's around the house. <laughs> no, because sometimes bullies aren't necessarily kids that have come from bad. Scenarios. That's true. They're just bullies. It's they're bullies because they're trying to fit into a social dynamic. Yeah, so they're funny if they're in a group, you, you, there's so much hard evidence on this that apparently groups of uh, boys. Yeah will act up in ways that they, like, you know, like, so, but in other words, like, bullies and, and isn't violence. Isn't bullying worse among girls, though? Um, only in terms of, like... show that? Like, but like only in terms of, bullying? like, um... Yeah, so, like, in terms of social, um... Uh, sort but that has of, much like, more devastating consequences. Cause Absolutely it's, it's, does. It's, like, relentless. So, like, name-calling... Like, kick you in the shins and push you that's over. That's effectively, yeah. They effectively will, like... Is. Girls can be very vindictive and, and vicious, and it's yeah. fucked. You know, I don't so, know why I went on that topic. You know, I hope bullying gets eradicated as of right now. No more bullying never ever. Never no will. more bullying. We don't need it. It doesn't get you anywhere. It doesn't, but it will never stop. Get you and it's office. I almost... This sounds absolutely psychotic, and you might not agree with me, but I almost think that bullying, in terms of, like, the way kids grow up, is a necessity. Because in a way, yeah. 
how do you how do kids grow into adolescence and into adults that you want them to be if they don't go through that stuff like that so if every single kid is well behaved it's not then work. nothing nothing they well, don't learn how to yeah. deal with situations it's like how the you you have a very good point because it's like how they went through that whole bullshit everyone gets a ribbon fiasco exactly that's it's like that's like not, that's proven to cause much 100%. more harm in the long run when Without, kids become adults and they don't get given a reward just for being there yeah, because they don't know how to deal with it. So Unless without friction, you know, without government. friction, there's no growth I agree. in anything. So, right. you know, you lift a weight and you, you want your muscles to grow without any friction, they don't grow. So you Ask need... Kaz. Ask Kaz. Exactly. The big boy. I went back to uh, BH boy? a couple of weeks ago and he, I, he was there. Me. It was great. Isn't he happy Beautiful. since he's been engaged? Oh, very happy. He a, was, it's look, a thing of beauty, isn't it? I'm really happy a, for the guy. Look, he was uh, he was a good bloke before, but he's oh, he was he's, a great uh, bloke before. But I'm really happy for him. He won't let me be the MC at his wedding. He thinks I'd ruin it. <laughs> I, I wonder why. I wouldn't do anything either. I just I'd have nothing but nice things to say. But I think he's a lovely fella. He is. He, him and um, Vaughn, I truly miss when I'm when I'm not at Bowen Hills. It Everyone else is sort of take it and leave it. Like whatever they they are who they are. You know what I mean? But. If you're not Boy, getting a shout out from Carl, then well, he'll he'll have Jesse's, to apologise. I love Jesse too, in a way because Jesse reminds me of me when I was a young go getter. But Vaughnie and I have been go getter. Really you're hard. a go getter. I was. Vaughnie and I have been through some real tough times together in the past twelve years. And Kaz, Kaz is on the level I'm on now, where the other fellas they're just still young fellas, and I've moved on from that part of my life. Yep. I like them all. I really do. I like them all. You and me both, mate. But um, I've just I'm just at a different level now. Of course, I mean, you know the uh, decisions I've made over the past month. I can I'm guarantee you as well. As a friend, I think it's a great decision. I'm really. Oh, mate, there's a, a um, there's a lot of purity in it, and it, there's a there's a valuable lesson there that I will happily share with with people if they ever want to ask me advice because Life's it's too um, short. it is, man. You know, at the end of the day, you know, and particularly, you know, for me at least, I, you know, for people that know me, I almost in a parallel universe, I would have been dead. You know, there's a Probably. like I almost died last year. Yeah, it was um, scary. It was so ever since Something that, that moment, seemed so small was so very small, huge. Um, like yeah, and so humongous. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it, it, yeah. it seems so minute. Well, not a profound. You come it, out unscathed, but it was so. Oh, man! I, I got in when I when I got into the ambos. They said, you know, this is one of these things we turn up to these, um, you know, crashes, and sometimes people get out like you. And they just they walk out like you did. You walked out of the car, and you're just sitting here. He's yeah. like, and others, we, we 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 pull them out. They're dead. He's like, it, it's just. He goes, lady luck's on your side, and it's just one of those things. That moment changed my life profoundly because it made me start to realize what was important. And mm. and yet, yeah, your kids are important. Like I agree. I don't mean to get all spiritual either because I don't, I, this is not a spiritual podcast. Since that's not having a child, right? I have always been an atheist my whole life, right? I didn't mm. never, but now I I don't think I'm an I'm not an atheist anymore. I think there has to be some form of higher power, selfishly because I don't want to die and then never see my children again. <laughs> well, that's basically I guess the essence of what it comes of what, down why to. I don't believe, think right? religion's necessarily true, but I do believe in some. Since having a child and seeing what how truly happy you can be, and I don't want to be able to never have that again. If that I makes think sense. that. Um, there's some parts of the Bible and, and religions that make a lot of sense. and well, that just be good to people, really. Just but there are obviously some parts nice that are very oh, contradictory. Of, but if, like, I've, I've read, um, you know, if you read Jordan Peterson's book, there's a lot of um, a lot of valuable lessons to take out of that. But, I agree. yeah, 
I don't know, man. Like I heard I a just... funny thing about Jesus the other day, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this bloke reckons if you saw Jesus getting in a fist fight on the street, what would you do? And he, <laughs> this black fella goes, same thing he did during slavery. And then, oh. and then this other black fella goes, I've seen that motherfucker turn water into wine. He better turn that rock into a Glock. He's <laughs> <laughs> oh, not wrong. I mean, look, beautiful. if you could do that shit, you should be busting out caps. Beautiful. You know I mean? Thing but, of beauty. Um, yeah, dude. Like, I don't know. It just, I, just, I just valued what was more important in my life at this particular time. And, you know, we've, we've both got young kids. I've got two of them. And, yes. um, you know, when, when I'm away for bloody 13 hours it's not right. it's on not, a Saturday and then a Sunday. That. No. It, like, um, we're not hunter-gatherers anymore who go out and hunt for the no, food that we've got to prepare just, for the family. Um, we should just go to work and then... This stuff that, like, Andrew Tate reckons where men shouldn't be helping and suffering in the house, that's because he doesn't have kids. He doesn't know. I yeah, get sometimes such I th- great joy in of being around and helping. Yeah, so do I. Like I think I think most men do. Um, there's nothing you know, for me. There's nothing feminine about it. It's, no, it's a not. masculine way of doing it. I I just looked at it and said, you know, in five years time, am I going to look back and go, oh, I'm so glad I sat at that position no, and earned this money, no. or am I going to go, cheese, fucking all these moments I just made with my Jeez, kids Elliot's being home every I night, twenty six weekends of his life for the last five well, years. Well, Elliot's five, and I I haven't been able to take him to any fucking soccer or football matches. Do because I've been. Because I've been working on the weekends. And we you know what I mean? Play, we should get them to play for a team that's like halfway between us both and they can play together. Well, that's well, yeah, that's probably a smart idea. And we can just go together. You can, coach, can be I'll, the, I'll be assistant be the coach. coach. Yeah. I'll, be assist, I'll put the hats out. Go, <laughs> boys, go. Go, boys, go. <laughs> I'm going to take him to Little Kickers. Have you thought about Little Kickers? I have. I saw um, our guest do yeah, that. He loves and, it. Um, he went too young. He's not. He's way too young. <laughs> How old just are you? Sold him he's, he's like, you're supposed to go at 20 months. He's not even close. <laughs> He's gonna be early, mate. Well, Fuck, he's, he's got, cute little he's got. Um, Fuck, let's just say he's got a um, professional athlete background. So maybe there's a little well, bit his, of a. His grandmother was an Australian soccerer. Well, a little bit, little bit of a we're, we're name dropping now too I'm much. Mate. Help myself. All right, let's go. It's one hour and eight minutes and fifty two seconds of fucking. Yeah, we've joy. we've dribbled we've dribbled a lot of shit at the end, but I uh, hope you enjoyed and uh, stick out and tune in for next week because mm. it's gonna be a belter. Ta ta, fare thee well. Ta ta, enjoy. See you, mate. Oh, very good. Bye bye.